Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, SFFIA listeners, and welcome to Backlist to the Future our bi-weekly installment of recommendations from the deep and sometimes dusty corners of science fiction and fantasy. Because one show every two weeks is just not enough to cover all the books we want to talk about. I'm Jen Northington, recording on May 21st, and today I'm talking about action-packed sci-fi fantasy. I love a good escapist read, and sometimes the thing I want is just for there to be explosions and whiz-bang and like page-turny happenings on as many pages as possible. And it feels like that's a thing that especially is relevant for summertime. So I wanted to give you a couple recent favorites. Uh, But before I get into my picks, let's hear about today's sponsor, which is Thrift Books. Their reading rewards program is now even sweeter than before with three levels and higher value free books. It's simple, Earn points every time you make a purchase from ThriftBooks' wide selection of used and new books and use those points to get free books. The more you read, the more points you earn. The more points you earn, the more free book rewards you receive. And the higher your tier, the higher value of your free books. It's free to join, so visit thriftbooks.com and sign up for reading rewards today. Again, that's thriftbooks.com. Who doesn't love free books? All right, so let's talk about uh, my fantasy pick first, which is Nocturna by Maya Motain. It's the first in the Forgery of Magic series. The first two books are out, so uh, know that. And I will give a quick content warning. There is an abusive guardian and a lot of graphic violence in this book. I'm a little squeamish sometimes, and there were certain scenes where I had to skim a little bit because it was just a little much for me. So, you know, something to know going in. But regardless of that, I'm super into this world and this story. It is historically inspired. This is a pre-industrial magical world where Spanish is the language of magic. And what's so cool about this is there's actually two kinds of magic. There's learned magic or book magic in which, you know, if you know the words of the spell, you can use them to make magic happen. So that's very accessible. Uh, Anybody who learns the things can use that magic. Of course, there's varying like class and education issues around it, but, you know, it's available. And then there's inborn magic where some people are born with a talent for some specific thing that uh, maybe nobody else has or there's not really spells that can do that kind of thing. It's super interesting. And this is a very good versus evil storyline, which is fun. There are two characters who are following here. The first is Finn, who I love with a big love. She is a thief and she has this inborn talent to 
take on the appearance of anyone that she wants to. So she basically spends zero time looking like herself because, A, she's a thief. And so it makes her job much easier to steal things. And B, she is sort of on the run. As I mentioned, there's an abusive guardian. She's like 90% sure he's dead. But just in case, she does not want him to be able to find her. So she just like spends a lot of time looking like other people. And she is then caught by this mobster who, like, forces her into this bargain. She has to go get this treasure or she will lose her magic because that's the power this mobster has, which is no bueno. And then our other main character is Prince Alfair, who is now first in line for the throne because his brother was murdered. He's still really mourning this loss and grieving. And he's been traveling around on the DL trying to find these books of forbidden spells because he believes that there must be a way to get his brother back. And like, that's all he wants to do. Uh, and like, he, nobody else can know he'll get in trouble, et cetera, et cetera. They will try to talk him out of it. And he's like, he's basically like a super angsty cinnamon roll. Like he wants to do the right things, but he also cannot let go of this grief. And so it's putting him in positions that are like, he's not super well suited for. Uh, the two of them meet when they're battling over this book that he wants because he thinks there's a spell in there and she's trying to steal because money. And they go from like enemies to reluctant, you know, comrades in arms to question mark. There's a little bit of, like, romance in there. And there are these gods who are scheming, and there are, you know, dark forces that got unleashed, and then they have to try to figure out how to fix it. And it is, like, so action-packed. There are so many fight sequences and magical sequences and heists and trying to get into places and sneak out again. And it's really so action-packed and so enjoyable. And like I said, there's two books in the series out now, and I highly recommend. So again, that was Nocturna by Maya Motain. If you want your action in space, I am recommending A Pale Light in the Black by KB Wagers, which is also the first in a series. And the next book in that is now out, I believe or coming out very soon. And this is like if the Coast Guard was in space. So like the Neo-G, Near Earth Orbital Guard, is like it says on the tin. They basically patrol the Near Earth areas of space. And our main character, Maxine, is from like a very fancy, highfalutin military family who consider something like the Neo-G to be beneath them. But this has been her goal all her life. All she has wanted is to be part of this Neo-G force. And she actually finally manages to make it happen despite family objections. Oh, this is when I give some content warnings for emotionally abusive parents. Her parents are terrible. And that becomes part of the story. Uh, but anyway, she is like trying to carve out her place. She doesn't want people to like treat her a certain way because of her family connections, especially because she's been fighting against her family for so long. But that's, you know, a little bit of an uphill battle. And she has a lot of self-doubt. And things get very intense very quickly because, number one, there are these annual, like, military sort of Olympic-style games. There's all these different types of competitions, and there's huge cachet for winning and bragging rights. And the uh, team that she is on, Zuma's Ghost, is, like, trying really hard to win. And now they've got this new person involved, and they don't know what she's good at. And they're like, oh, she's going to mess up our chances, et cetera, et cetera. 
And in the meantime, they go on this mission to receive a missing ship and then everything goes wrong and like there's assassination attempts and somebody's trying to kill people for reasons they don't understand and Max has to figure out what's going on there and it all gets like very complicated and you know so they're trying to train and like win these games but also not die (laughs) it's there's a lot uh and it's so it's super fun everybody in this in terms of character wise that you meet is like oh they're like very much found family different kinds of people from different backgrounds and different races and classes and cultures who are just trying to figure out like how they all fit together which is a trope that i love and then when you combine that with all of the action, it's a really satisfying reading experience. I will say that this first book, I think, comes to a decently satisfying cliff. It's not like a huge cliffhanger, uh, but, you know, there's definitely some ends left untied. So, you know, that's just a thing to know because, again, series. But yeah, so that's A Pale Light in the Black by KB Wagers, and I hope that you all find a good book to get lost in sometime soon, because we all need that sometimes. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks also go out to our amazing sound editor, D.R. Baker, who cleaned up all of our flubs. If you would like to send in feedback, you can do that a couple ways. You can email us, sffyeah at bookriot.com. Maybe you have a question or a comment or a theme idea, or if you just want to tell us what you think about the show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts by leaving a review, which we super appreciate because it does help other folks to find it. And speaking of finding us, in between shows, you can find me on the interwebs. I am on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, Jen with two N's, IRL. You can find me on Instagram, which is very much my bookstagram, at I am Jen IRL. That's I A M J E N N I R L. Talk to you next time.